okay, yeah, you work there and stuff, and, uh, you know, you got to deal with all the animals, and they, you know, you got to put them down, you got to be there, and that's really rough on you and stuff like that, like, um, is there a lot of shit you have to process going through that, and is there any steps you take, I mean, or is that just kind of problem solving, like you're saying? Um, I'm not going to lie, it's probably one of the toughest fields that I don't know that anybody can work in, but anybody that has any sort of love for animals or even feelings for animals can work in. Cause there is a lot of really tough stuff that we see. And I never and, knew uh, that. I mean, I don't know about everyone else, but I never knew that. I was just thinking of the vet, like, Hey, you know, you go fix my animal, yeah. you know, or whatever. So yeah, I, a lot of people have that mindset too of like, oh, you guys get to play with puppies and kittens all day long. It's like, oh, I got to play with that puppy, but then this one came in almost dead and we had to save it. I mean, I'm not the one on the team saving it. I can't boast that, but I see it every yeah. single day. I mean, yeah. it's uh, it's it's definitely mentally taxing and. For me, I don't know how other people deal with it in my field. I don't try to talk to them too much about it. It's, But for me, it's kind of putting up this mental block to block out that that pain and that stress. But there's times where it gets to you, and like you see that family breaking down when they're 13 14 year old dog they've had since as a puppy they raised since it was you know a puppy with their their children as a baby and they got to say goodbye to it and it just gets to you it's uh I'm sure it's a tough one to deal with but it's really great to you know come home to your own family of pets and you know know that your your other coworkers are going through that and they're all feeling it too. They're all there for you. So I think it's just a huge support group that we all kind of were there for each other. We we notice when one of us is having a tough time and we all talk to each other about it when it's getting too tough and um but yeah that's that's kind of a that's a tough subject. Oh uh, I'm I'm sure I didn't you know we don't have to get into it too deep. No, I was it, just it's, you know it's totally it's totally fine. It's uh <laughs> There, there's been times where it's been too hard to deal with and um do you have any like methods and stuff like you know besides like the support group or whatever you know like i guess per like uh individualized methods so to speak i guess it's it, i just have to remind myself that this happens every day they're not going to live forever and what we're doing is helping them because, you know, we're humanely helping them. We're, we're, we're putting them to sleep when they're in pain and they can't do, you know, they, they're suffering. So that part, that helps a bit knowing that we're easing them through pain, but it's still tough. You know, the, the whole, you know, seeing an animal go to sleep for the last time is hard, but also just knowing what people are going through because I've been there. I've had to put animals down of my own and um, just, you know, seeing their emotions is probably the hardest part for me, especially when you develop relationships with these people, you you meet the, the owners of these pets and you see the relationship they have with the animal, how much they love them. And it's, uh, 
it's there's not a really good way to deal with it honestly it kind of it weighs on you and it's um it's i definitely understand why the the field is i don't know what the stats are now but it's it it used to be the the second highest rate for suicide in any occupation and i understand that yeah i know it's it's tough i i've tried to i try to block it out for the most part it's it's not the best way to deal with it but when you deal with that much death you kind of have to i was gonna say when you when you think about it a lot pretty much everybody that you could you would talk to would have some type of a a story to correlate you know like a a pet death you know i had to put our family dog down or yeah, a lot of them are like children yeah a lot of it is is a one-time story yeah, we, we see a lot of we see a lot of children like parents like search and rescue for like coast guard like you you pull up somebody's father somebody's mom somebody's grandparent somebody's kid and, like yeah. Like it, it doesn't. It it really didn't hit. It doesn't hit you until like you have any of those. So like, kids, yeah. you can pull up when they're deceased, and like it doesn't hit you at all until you have your own. Mm. And I know, I know that that didn't happen at all before I had a kid. I was just like, yeah, it's another kid we're pulling up that drowned on the beach. And then when I had my, it didn't hit me till like. Carson was like, my oldest was like four years old. Like I, I had already, I picked up kids like for a while and like something hit at one point where she was, you know, four and like we picked up a girl and her dad, (laughs) both of them, the girl was five and her dad had come back from like uh, the Middle East and like we picked them both up. They both got caught in the rip current in Georgia and, uh, you know, got taken out. We ended up finding both of them, and like we knew we were going to find them. Like you always, you always find them if they're in the rip current. But like it, it had never hit me ever at any point. And all of us deal with every death the same way. It's always you. you if you're not humorous about it, it's going to hit you too hard, and you got to like find your way out of that. But most of us make jokes about the entire situation. And like, it sounds like terrible. It sounds like a terrible way to deal with things. But like, if you are in like, it's the same with like uh, first responders at any, at any rate, like either on the water or on shore. If you don't like, if you make it too personal, it's going to suck for like, however long you're going to let it suck you have to like make it like a humorous thing or else it's a shitty way of dealing with it. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. It sounds like really bad that I'm going to be like, Oh yeah, you got to laugh about it. But like you kind of have to, or else it becomes like too serious and it, and it ends up sucking. Yeah. Like you, you have to like have a, make a career out of this. So like, if you don't, if you don't do that, like it's going to suck. Yeah. How do and you go through day to day? Like, like, yeah. Otherwise, yeah. You, you set yourself up for torture if you don't allow yeah, that it, it, to it, become your job. Exactly. Like it sucks. Like there are limitations, obviously. Like 
there are, there are situations that people like, you know, I I've, I've heard of, and like, I know people that have done things and it's like, you took it a little too far on the humorous scale of like bringing like a body back with like a cigarette in their mouth and their family. When you brought it back to shore, thought that they were alive and you were like, Oh no, they're dead. We just put a cigarette in their mouth and put them, propped them up on like, you know, a bench. That's yeah. fucked up. Like you don't do that. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. That's like an extreme. Yeah. Look, that has happened so like, uh, yeah i mean but like there are there are other yeah there are other levels where <laughs> oh no he's dead do that. <laughs> that's fucked up yeah that's, oh, no. that is that is fucked up i know 100 that, that, that is that is, a, that is a hard blemish on the service i yeah, promise you no uh, i i i get it a little bit because you know when tim was saying that you know putting down the dogs you know, I I only thought like, hey, well, his last ride, did you jerk him off one last time, buddy, before you sent him on his way? You <laughs> yeah. know, like, you know, I mean, it's a little it's fucked dark up, humor. But, but yeah, it's dark humor. Like, I I totally I totally get it, man. I feel like you have to, otherwise, you know, you can relate it too much to your life, and it's too real all the time, you know. And to do that day to day, man, fuck that. I fucking applaud it's- that, guys. That's tough shit. Yeah. Yes. It- it takes a special kind. It takes a special kind of person that can deal with that and then move on to the next thing and still have a you know halfway decent day. You can walk out of that exam room or you know walk out of the treatment area and just go talk to someone else and move on to you know hey you see this TikTok I saw or yeah you know, yeah this funny ass like... joke that. You, you, it sucks, but you have to move on. It it hits you hard sometimes, but you, you yeah. There's people that don't make it in the do. field. Yeah, there's I've seen lots of people come in and they can't take it. And yep, I mean that's to move on. The 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 weird thing is like those people that you talk about. I feel like are regular day to day people, and so because I I wouldn't be able to you know, handle that. I've, I've thought about like first responders and the scenes that they would see and just the, the trauma that it would probably cause me. And for that to be your paycheck. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's weird to think. And yeah, bro, you can I, make I, it, buddy. I, I, you I gag off of, you fucking puke off of smart fart smells, buddy. You'd never make oh, it. Oh, I know. Absolutely. Like towels. <laughs> yeah, towels. Yeah. <laughs> you can't oh, hang in the Coast Guard. There's no, no way. way. Oh, I'm just gonna air dry. But yeah, I'll just air dry. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. <laughs> just, just terrible. Thought of that. I, I guess it's just you know surrounding yourself in death or the potential death every day is just. Yep. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's a weird feeling to me because I I haven't experienced a whole lot of you know death around my life like i've had pets that have died but i haven't had family members close to me that have died and to normalize death is just a weird concept for me and i it's i haven't had to experience it and people that that make it their job it's just like like what is that one situation that's going to happen to you that is going to change your job and change the way you look at your job and allow that to affect 
your day-to-day job and will you know like this is the time that I have to hang it up now because from this point on I view it differently and do you think you're gonna have that happen to you and then have to change fields because now every time it just becomes more personal and you can't help it or have you kind of built up a tolerance to it to the point where you're almost immune to it yeah yeah that was kind of my question is like do you yeah build up like a tolerance or are you like you know not like heartless but i mean it's some like a little bit like you can't think of it that way i mean you know shitty as it is like somebody has to do it and you know that's why tough positions and shit like that you know you got to give a lot of props to you know and you know hats off to you guys for doing that shit because you know a lot of people can't do it. A lot of people don't want to do it. And so I, couldn't, I wouldn't want it. Right. And That's so, just... I mean, I guess, I guess my question is like, how much do you think it affects you? Like, um, you know, cause you have to let like a little bit go. Like you can't just care so much about every little thing. You have to let it go. Like, does that affect your guys' day to day life? Or like with your family? Not day to day, I'd say, you know, I do let it go. Like there's days where I do come home just super depressed about, you know, what I saw at work because I've been working there for almost nine years now. And so kind of at that point where the animals that I first started seeing when they were puppies and kittens, they're getting sick, they're getting old or, you know, the ones that were like two or three, four years old, we're having to put them down. The ones that I really, that come in often or that uh you know that i've developed a working relationship with because you know, i don't see them every day but when they come in it makes me happy but you gotta say goodbye to them one day and uh yeah there's definitely days where i come home and i'm just like oh fuck that was a really rough day at work i gotta i'm i'm just not feeling it today i'm but usually I snap out of it. You know, it's not something that I hang on to. There's still times where I I think back on certain cases that I can't say I worked on because I don't work directly with the animals there, but that I remember. And uh, it doesn't really haunt me, but I still think about it. And it, uh, I just, those memories, those last few memories suck, but, uh, you know, you have to think about the good memories too the the good good memories you have with those patients and can't dwell on those last few last few times that you're with them. All right, I kind of want to come back to that, but I want to hear what you have to say too, Joel. But I want to touch base on what you were saying. Um, yeah. So I I probably come across as like more more heartless on it it's, it's it's really not me being heartless it's just knowing that like the only people that i've known that have had like long careers and and uh you know the coast guard especially in life saving like there's obvious there's people in the coast guard that never see a dead body like that's like a very common thing it's a, a very small percentage that actually go out there and like drive boats and have to go pick people up and like when you are those people, I didn't think I was going to be that person at all. When I joined, like I wasn't prepared for it at all, mentally at all. And when it finally happened, 
I was probably the last person that I would think that would be able to go like see somebody, you know, like completely bloated from being in the water for like seven days. Like Tim knows. Tim knows. I was like the worst person as far as like getting sick from seeing cuts, wounds, sores, like dead bodies, whatever. Like I would just pass out. So for me to be the person that has to like go conduct the actual operation of seeing this body, you would think that like, Oh, Joel probably passed out while driving the boat alongside of like a dead body. (laughs) And like that something happened in my life where I just like saw it. I related to it. And I was just like, this is my job now. This is what I do. I, I figured it out. And like, I, uh, I think I became like super desensitized to the situation. Mm, yeah. Like I was like, this is my job. Like somebody has to do this. And if I become too, I don't know, attached to the situation, I'm not going to be able to do this job. Like people are, are counting on me to do this. And, you know, and, and the rest of the crew is like, now I'm like at a stage where I have a ton of junior personnel below me. And if I freak out about a situation, like they're going to freak out. So I can't do it. Yeah. And, and I just, that's always the first thought in my, in my head is my family expects me to be able to handle this. And the people below me expect me to be able to handle this. And like, I have to do it. So it's more of, I guess I'm affected by pressure in in that manner, which in a situation that like you should be superhuman about it, but I have to dehumanize myself about it. And that might be a switch that I've like turned off and it just stays off at this point in, in my life. And there's a couple times where like, it's gotten super personal way later. Like, you know, with, like I said, with, with kids and like, you're just like, Oh, like I just brought, you know, a kid back to the pier and like their parents are looking at her and like, she's not alive. Like that's the last image they have of that kid. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I yeah. think about it later and I'm like, dude, that sucks. Yeah. Because yeah. I have my own kids and they're still here. And I'm just like, but it's so hard. Like I have to tell myself, like, I can't, I can't overthink this. Don't overthink this. Joel. Like, that's why, you know, I have to tell myself, like, don't, don't overthink this. Like, because if I do, I feel like I'm going to slip my uh, control, you know, just like my dream state or whatever, like my control is going to slip. And I'm not going to be able to do this job anymore, which provides for my own children. So like, it's a, it's a weird, it's a, it's a weird thing. Like it's, it's so hard. It's, it's hard to explain, but like, I, I don't want to come across as like, I don't care about anything like that. I do. It's just, I've come to a point where like, like somebody's relying upon me to like conduct the mission, get it done successfully, get it back and like complete it. Even if it's like, you know, a deceased person, like you don't, you hope that you can save them. But like, if you, if you don't, you have to be ready to deal with that. And there are people, I have tons of people who have gotten out of the coast guard because it can't, you know, like, oh, yeah. and you try I'm to sure. talk to them. You're like, Hey man, this isn't your fault. But like a lot of people take it like it's their fault. So just, yeah, that'd, that'd be just, tough not to, as an outsider yeah. kind of looking in, um, just what you were saying. A lot of what you're saying was kind of like, you know, they rely on me. They depend on me. This is what I have to do. Teammates, you know, all that. Yeah. Um, I think that kind of falls into 
when they don't rely on you anymore and you're out of the field, are those emotions and all those memories and everything going to then surface and become a huge issue? Because now you don't have the, the burden of people relying on you. Is that your time to, I guess it kind of just goes into like a, an actual PTSD, you know, yeah. that, that's when it, that's when it happens is when you no longer have the, the burden of being the one in control and having it all together because there's people that rely on you. And now it's your turn to kind of break down and allow everything to sink in and you can reflect on the situation and then it becomes too much to handle at that point you were the one in control who's who's helping you now it's you know do you, do you it, think you'll I, get to that point or do you think no, like your I, family will always rely on or you know somebody like your family or your kids will always have to rely on you so you'll just keep that persona and keep going I think, uh, I think the, the big portion of that is like, uh, like I, I know the, the effectiveness that I have now. So like, it's, it, it's your, the way I, I feel is like going back to your past and being like, I did this, you know, for these people, even if you, even if it was a death, right, you're providing closure. So everything that you're doing is a, a completion, even if it's, a loss right so if it's a rescue at sea you're bringing people back to somebody alive right you're bringing somebody's like grandfather father mother whatever kids you're bringing somebody back uh alive so that's like a that's a huge positive but if not you're bringing like closure of bringing even if it's a dead body it's closure they're coming back they're one of the worst feelings is never finding the person like yeah. and that's those those might be the hardest ones is because like you're sitting there going we need like we found nobody like we found nobody we so there's always this feeling of like are are they still there but like could they still be alive because you didn't find uh, there was no conclusion i think those those may be the ones that may come back at some point uh they don't they don't bother me now. I, I've talked to people that I've done like uh, missions in the past with that situations like that have bothered like a lot of them. And like they, we talk to each other, you know, that you're really your own support group with each other is like, uh, you know, you know, Hey man, do you ever, do you ever think about this situation or Hey man, do you ever think about that mission? It's like, yeah, I do. You do. And maybe you don't think about it as much as they do, but like they bring it up and all of a sudden you're like, yeah, you know, you're right. That, that is weird. You know, like I, I kind of feel like we, it's not like you could feel like you could do more or less, but like it does affect you. And so like, I, yeah. I can't, I don't think I can say whether or not it, it will affect me later or not, but I do, I do know that because my kids are the age they are and like my family is the, you know, the age that it is. I have to focus on that and I don't have time to even like think about if that's going to affect me or not. But that is like a good thought though, like or a bad thought, I guess that it could suck after I don't have to care about my family as much as I do right now. 
about like you know what all the instances that happened in the past i didn't really think about it like ptsd wise like i because i i've talked to people you know since then that you know like just really think hard about situations that they've had and like it's one one out of like 20 years in the you know in the service and like that one moment changed them forever so i i have heard it it's not like it's like unheard of but i hope it doesn't happen i don't know I think it's just more from what you were saying, just a, a mentality of what keeps you going. And then once that mentality is gone and changed, like what's going to keep you going and keep you intact and not let you unfold and, you yep. know, go in the wrong direction on certain things because it could, it could happen in a blink of an eye. And yep. at that point it's, it's uncontrollable, but you had, great intentions the entire time and then then to just have something kind of fall apart because you held together for so long i think that's kind of something that is i mean this is just speaking completely you know third party just i'll never have to deal with what you're going to potentially deal with or even here I am giving advice to you on something that I never <laughs> am going to have to deal with. But just, you know, just yeah. saying, you know, kind of what I'm seeing from that particular situation is just, I think there is, you, you've got your own formula that works right now and keep it intact, keep going, but maybe keep in the back of your head of when it's over. What's yeah. what's yeah. the next step? Yeah. Yeah. Just I think it's great your men your mentality on, on that closure shit. I think that's uh really smart. And, and I don't know you know exactly, but I know it helps in other things out of life, you know, like a relationship, you need closure. So I think that's yep. a great mentality to think like that. I'm sure it helps out a lot with just thinking like they like, hey, well, they I didn't bring them back alive, but at least they know and they can See them or say their goodbyes. Unless you bring them back with a cigarette, they might get a little upset. But you know. yeah, don't do that. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Just a little bit. But, if I did have advice, it'd be just don't do that. Yeah, maybe not. That. Yeah, no, no, not at all. But do you, do you like preach that mentality to like you know the guys under you? Like, hey, you're bringing them closure because I think that's awesome. Yeah, I. I mean, that's, that's one big thing. Like you have a ton of junior guys and you kind of forget because like, I might say you're brainwashed, but like you, we train, we train everybody in like the exact same way. So we expect everybody to respond the same way. And that's the problem is mm. in the military in general is yeah. the expectation is that everyone's going to respond the same way for everything, even though we've trained you the same way. That's not how it works. That's not how the human body works. Like, exactly. You can you can train anybody any way you want. You can train everyone in America the same exact way or everyone in the world the same way. They're not going to respond the same way because, like, everyone's different. And um, you you have to, like, give a good, like, you know, touch and feel with a lot of people. But you, uh, you know, I, I tell them straight up, up front before they get involved in the search and rescue specifically is like, hey, listen, like, like they're, you're going to see things that are either unsettling to to you as a person, unsettling to you, at, like based on your history or whatnot. And you're going to have to like either it's going to hit you really hard at the moment or it's going to hit you really hard later. And like that's 
that's how you have to look at it. But like, all I, all I have to ask from you is that like, you're going to give me 110% when the situation, you know, is at hand that you're going to be able to handle it. And like, that's where I, I, I talked to everybody is like, Hey, listen, like what, what you're doing is like, like super important right now. Even if, even if the, it's a recovery of a dead body or whatnot, like it's, it's vital because somebody is depending on you to bring this person alive or dead on board and bring them back ashore. And like, that's once you, once you kind of like tell, tell everybody like, Hey, listen, like somebody else ashore is depending on you. It's not, I'm not depending on you, even though I am, it's more important that like somebody else who has no impact on this situation is depending on you. And it's like, you know, you tell somebody like, this is somebody's like, you know, place somebody's, you know, significant other grandfather, wife, brother, daughter, whatever, like it's important. And then they just like some, you just see it snap into even like an 18 year old. Like we all assume all 18 year olds are just like selfish fucks. But like, I've seen a lot of them come through where like they finally break and they're like, Oh fuck. I like have a bigger purpose on this world. And like, that's, that's kind of like I, what I try to put in, like, you know, instill into like the younger generation when they come in is like, dude, you're not just earning a paycheck right now. Like you're, affecting somebody's life outside of your own. Yeah. And like you, you have to understand, you have to understand that. So, yeah, that's, that's awesome by the way. And I just want to say, you know, everyone out there, you know, if you're running across somebody who you're like, Oh, you're what an asshole. He's desensitized all that. Maybe you should look in the mirror and quit being so goddamn judgy. Cause you don't know what the fuck that dude's been through. He's probably seen some shit. If he's desensitized about some shit, he's probably been through a lot more shit than you. So maybe you should check yourself. Because a lot of people do hard jobs. A lot of people go through a lot of shit. You know, and everyone goes through their own shit and it's own tough in their own way. But, you know, what people think is funny or they, a lot of people do what they're going to do to get through the situation that they're put in. And that might be des- desensitizing themselves and that's just what they got to do. So you know check your fucking selves i i would say you know don't feel bad or you know hey maybe i sound heartless like if you guys are thinking that fuck yourselves because you know you ain't got to go through what these guys go through or anyone really i mean people you know showing up on the scene with dead bodies i mean in the street even or you know on the ocean like shit can't be easy you know and people deal with loss in different ways i mean that's why I think it's so awesome that, you know, you're like, yeah, I'm bringing these guys closure and like, cause that it probably really does help them rather than they're not just like, Oh, well there's somewhere out there. Maybe they're alive or maybe this happened or maybe, 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 maybe. And that can drive a person insane. So the unknown. Yeah. So the closure, I think that's fucking yep. huge. And Timbo, you, you know, same thing, man, you know, like, you know, you might put down some dogs or whatever. Like, at least, you know, they know they're doing better. They're not in pain anymore. Like, you know, closure in that type of sense. So, I mean, that was, that's that's some fucking real shit. I mean, I, I got to ask, though, Timbo, the dogs shit themselves, like, when they die with, like, people do? Yeah. 
I, I mean, I had to ask. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> you didn't have to ask. <laughs> I mean, I didn't have to, but you know, that's driving home, word. driving home, my. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, that's the worst when you gotta tell them like you you got you gotta wrap them up in a plastic bag and they want to know why or you know wrap them in blankets <laughs> if they don't want them to go in a plastic bag. It's like well. You know, they're probably going to release their bowels on your seat in your car. So this is why we're doing this. <laughs> for, like, for the record. Like, but, for the record. Sure, I don't, it's going to be covered in shit. <laughs> for the record, that's that's not my shit. You're not, you're not, not going to pay for the detailing. Yeah. We warned you. <laughs> Sign here. I mean, speaking of dark humor, goddamn, we're getting out of left field. We were having a moment, and all of a sudden, people are shitting everywhere. Uh, Way to light up the mood. Just, I mean, it's a, it's a good question. It, it really, it had to be asked. Right, I it mean, had to yeah. be asked. I mean, it had to be asked, right? I mean, sure, we were all thinking it. <laughs> I saw you all sitting there, and I'm talking about, you're like, I wonder, do they shit themselves? Timbo, That'd I won't not. lie, that was like my first question when you're like, man, I put animals to sleep, and I was like, do they shit themselves? Fuck, I can't ask <laughs> this right now, <laughs> Tim, he's telling a story. Right. Let me wait That's till right. the end. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> wait till the end. <laughs> All the heartstrings have been tugged. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't lead with that. Good hey, Lord. I know you work in a vet office. They shit themselves and they die. You know, I don't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to lead with that. That's what, that's how this whole subject got brought up. You're just curious. Do they I mean, themselves? do they shit themselves? I mean, <laughs> shit. Damn, well, you've been shitting on porches, buddy. I'd ask, yeah. you know? Right. <laughs> Should we put you down? <laughs> I'm sure that's what my parents thought. God damn it, he's doing it again. That's a goddamn <laughs> bet if I ever saw one. He's suffering. End it. End it. Yeah, that's what you tell them, huh? Well, he was shitting everywhere, so I just put him out. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to lighten the mood that much, but you know, yeah, I good had lord, to, man, I had, to ask, sunrise. You know, I had to ask, you know, I, mean, I hate to lighten the mood that much. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't lighten it, you came with a dark humor, bro. You can't, that's not yeah. lighten the mood. Okay, it works, it uh, works. I mean, I mean at, it least, at least it landed, you know. I was oh, just happy yeah. about that. If I'd have heard crickets, I'd have been like, Jesus Christ, oh, yeah. man, I better go put myself in a timeout. It landed right on the table days. before Timbo put him out. <laughs> now that's fucking dark humor, bro. Uh, keep her tuned on next week, folks. It was good talking to you. <laughs> it was a good podcast. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Oh, man. I mean, I think... Uh... You know, I think that's all my questions that I had to ask, you know. Oh, we covered uh, all the bases? Is that what you're saying? I mean, at least like the humorous ones. I don't know. <laughs> we, de we definitely went uh, in deep and had some nasty humor at the end, Brad. to go. <laughs> I mean, what, were you guys, have you guys ever thought about that? Cause you know, like humans shit themselves when they die. You hear it all the time. I've never seen it, but that's what I hear. You know. Well, yeah, yeah. we 
We we already discussed that we're not in the freaking that field, and we're talking to two guys, human and animal, who encounter dead bodies and having to put bodies down. Yeah, they we should know, know more than anyone. Yeah, you know, exactly. That's why I'm like, hey, do they shit? I just deal with electricity, <laughs> man. I don't know what happens. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a little, I'm an electrician. I'm, I don't deal with, I don't pull bodies out. I don't you put dogs yourself down. You get a little shock? Well, I'd be shocked. Uh, enough of a shock, <laughs> yeah. Some, four, some 440 will make you shit your pants. I know that. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Well, if I do that, just put me out, right, Timbo? Yeah, dude. Just some 440, yeah, you shit, shit your pants, pants and be embarrassed. I mean, you know. Timbo, have you, ever, have you ever got any on your hand? Have you ever fucking been swaddling it up and it's just been shit <laughs> not not on my hand man but yeah we fuck we get it all over we all fuck. over ourselves on the on the shoes on the pants i i i know plenty of people that have gotten like dogs anal glands expressed on their face and it's what just the worst <laughs> dude yeah, i always thought did. that was the weirdest thing bro so i didn't know about this and, yeah. until like my mother-in-law was like hey you get their anal glands like cleaned out, and I was like, I didn't know they had those. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I don't I know. Didn't... I thought dogs just shit, and then also she's like, Oh yeah, you just rub them. I'm like, What the fuck is happening? Did it come out? No, no thank you. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, that's luckily not part of my job. I don't have to do any of that. Someone asked me once if I wanted to try. I was like, No, no. Do I have to? I... No, no. Yeah. Uh, never ever would i want to i don't i was too afraid to ask what comes out of it but it's just some weird little secretion like it's not shit but it's just liquid that sprays out and smells horrible it smells way worse than shit really yeah yeah yeah, that it's like cats have devised a way of like getting rid of it they just spray it and then like yeah, cats like know. shit out like oh. ammonia smell, right? They should they like. There's there's a reason why like people are like yeah, dogs need people and people need dogs. People don't need dogs, but dogs need people to fucking get rid of the shit in their anal glands. Like before <laughs> people, what the fuck did they do? Like what do wolves do? They don't have people coming up to them. I don't know. Diarrhea really or something. My dogs they go to a tree. My, my dogs never did it. They just rub their ass on the ground. Some dogs can deal with it. Some dogs can't. Like we got chronic, you know, anal gland expression patients that come in like every two weeks, and Ugh. the technicians and assistants have to, you know, finger their asshole and an, an anal gland technician. rub their G spot and make it come out in a little paper towel. Damn, that's yeah, gross. Wait, they all can I can rub think it? of is that. Well, I don't know. They like, squeeze it or something. Is that why? No, is that why my dog always tries to ass race me around the kitchen? Like, is that yeah. why? That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I always just yell at him. I'm like, go wipe your ass, dude. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, that, means, uh, wanna, have, that means you have you a smart dog. That dog's, like, <laughs> that dog's like, hey, man, I'm going to do this for myself. You, I'm not going to make you do it. And you're like running away from me. He's like, come on, man. Come on. Just uh, one, just one rub. Out. Just one rub, buddy. <laughs> I don't need much. It's a boost. <laughs> oh, man. That is new. I didn't know they had technicians go in there and fucking put a little DJ. 
on there. Yeah. yeah. The gland. Is that what the, the G spot stands for? The gland spot? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know your uh, fucking bestiality, too. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> bestiality. Yeah. You, you mind sending me a link? <laughs> bestiality, bros. <laughs> Oh, bro. oh man, Dimbo, have you ever put a cigarette in a dog's mouth after it died? God, Tim. <laughs> no, no, I can't say. He didn't know. make it. He was a smoker. <laughs> Dude, Lung cancer. I'll, t- <laughs> I'll tell you guys right now. There's a picture that exists of the situation, and like, I don't have it, but I've seen it, and like, it is not that. It is. It was not good. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Glasses and a cigarette in his mouth, and sat him up and oh. brought him to shore. They did not know that his family was going to be there on shore. Oh, weekend at Bernie's style. <laughs> That's a good excuse. We oh, didn't dude, know they were going to be at there. Bernie's for sure. <laughs> Fuck, damn. When his family, when his family saw him, they thought that he was alive. Oh, fuck. Man, that conversation <laughs> had to be the worst thing I've. Are you smoking? Bro, <laughs> the people, the, the people on the boat were immediately upon like bringing him ashore. Were like, oh, fuck! Like, damn it! Like they took the cigarette out of his mouth and everything else. And they were like, uh, he's he's dead, wow. and his family was like, he was just alive, and they were like, uh, yeah, it was a quick death. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. We told him not to smoke that cigarette. Yeah, he wanted to was lung cancer. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, yeah. That would be so fucking awkward, dude. It yeah, was. It was. So, it's. It's. It's like. It's one of those stories that gets told throughout the Coast Guard. And they're just like, "Do not do this." Yeah. yeah. And you're just like, "Who would do that?" And you think about it, you're like, "You're like." I might do that. Like, I mean, <laughs> before I heard about it, I figured that was cool. understood. We shouldn't do that. Who yeah, would do that? Uh, You'd have to write it in the fucking handbook. We didn't know you had family. I'm, I'm glad that somebody did it. So we were just like, yeah, we don't do that. That would be stupid. Who would do that? You're like, pretty funny. That's pretty. Oh, yeah. But then because how can I, I one up it? Yeah. How can you one up it? You make a movie about it. Weekend at Bernie's. That's how you do that. <laughs> the fact that it is weekend at Bernie's blows my mind. That somebody in the Coast Guard was like, "We weekend at Bernie's," and we we did that. And then the family got really mad. Yeah, I dare you! I dare you to weekend oh, yeah. at Bernie's. It. What a legend! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fucked up, but goddamn, you know. No, I'm just kidding. He's not alive. He's we, we put <laughs> that cigarette in his mouth. He's he's long gone. I can't imagine the look on their face. I wouldn't even. I I think about it a lot. Just like they're like, oh, my God, Steve. Steve is alive. They found him. And they're just like, oh, no, Steve's dead. <laughs> oh, no, he's dead. I was going to say, Steve uh, gained a lot of weight. They're like, no, we just saw him. He had sunglasses and a cigarette in his mouth. He doesn't smoke cigarettes, but we figure he was just high on life. And you're just like, yeah. no, Steve's. Steve's dead. He's been oh, yeah. dead. We think about that. Steve's look a little blue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's dead. <laughs> yeah. His pants are shit and everything. 
he, he's been there a minute. He blew a button out. <laughs> Steve, what'd you eat? Bugging All right, I'm done with dark humor. I feel terrible. I'm gonna have sleep paralysis tonight. Oh, yeah, I know. You're right. I'm fucked. Fucking Ernest coming back for you. Oh yeah, Ernest, fucking right here. Fucking Ernest, God that damn. Sucks. Thanks a lot. Sitting on your chest, smoking a cigarette. Uh, oh yeah, shit in her pants. Bl- fucking blowing buttons across the room, like, oh, Erna, stop! Why are you so blue? Stop! <laughs> All right. Well, I think that should probably wrap yeah, her up. That, 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 that was the podcast, everybody. We'll see you on next time. <laughs>